the Born Yesterday Sweaters Club. I'm your host, Mike Kendall. It's March 1st, and tonight we're going to be talking to funk-infused rock outfit, the Colbys. The Colbys are veterans of the live music scene who pride themselves on a tight, hard-hitting live show that always encourages audience participation. We spoke to Jack and Trent to find out about the band's beginnings, their process in writing and recording music, and find out a little bit of exclusive info regarding their new single and beyond. Listen in. Alright, I'm here with Jack and Trent from the Colby's. How you going, boys? Yo, hey, good What's going man. on? How you doing? Yeah, good, good man. It's nice to finally have you guys on the show. Um, for those of the listeners who don't know, uh, Jack and Trent are good friends of mine. Um, the Colby's are a great band, probably one of my favorite bands to see live. Um, yeah, it's Thanks, just really <laughs> that's, 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 that's way too kind of you, man. Uh, you're, you're babe. Thanks, bro. <laughs> right, so you guys... It, sort of like a funk rock sort of sound, but there's like a, a bit of heaviness and edginess to it. Um, tell me about how you guys got started. Do you want to go first? Oh, yeah. So it was what, back in 2015 and Jack yeah. and the guitarist John were just jamming along and I don't know, just all kind of, we went to the same music school and it kind of all just fell together and yeah, um, we just, yeah, they showed us some songs and, had a good kick to it, good like red hot chili peppers feel, which is right up my alley. Yeah. And then um Yeah, I, I think I remember we got Trent in because we we knew Trent already through the music school and we knew that he could, you know, slap it to best. And um <laughs> and and uh then yeah, we, we were looking for a drummer for a while, auditioned a few drummers and and we were stuck for a while and then um we knew Compa through like a mutual friend and um yeah. We, as soon as he came in, we were just like, yep, yeah, he's got the job. <laughs> like, yeah, we had a few drummers come in and they just, you know, when a member just doesn't feel right, yeah, just had yeah. multiple drummers that go, I'm the greatest, mm. I can play whatever. And he just came in. He was just very down to earth. Um, mm. He was very modest, but he was just phenomenal. He slayed and he just it. Yeah. Fit in. Yeah. Really well. just, that's where it started. Just started from there. Just kicked off. Well, it's, it's really good. I think drummer is probably the hardest position to fill, right? I think in a yeah. band. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's, yeah. I'm, I'm happy we held off from saying yes to anyone <laughs> until we saw him. Uh, that's for sure. Yeah. I know that sometimes, especially back then, when we were a lot younger. It's like, all right, just get him in. He can drum. Yeah. We'll work it out. It'll be fine. And yeah. we just kind of, we, we all just sat down. I'm like, you know what? Let's just take our time. We've got something here that feels right. Just fill that spot with the right person. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, that's really cool. Well, um, you mentioned that Red Hot Chili Peppers was sort of a, an influence on the sound, but what were some of the other bands you were listening to that you thought, like, let's do something like this? Oh, back then. It's um, a long time ago. It feels like an yeah, eternity. Like, yeah, <laughs> God, I've had so many. Oh, I mean, a big influence of ours was definitely like Hearts. Um, Hearts I don't know nice. if we were listening to him when we were starting. I think it was a, not long after that not you guys showed that. Um, after we wrote our first song, you got mm. like um, I think you and uh, John guitar. We'll, we'll call him Theo for the guitarist and yeah. for the drummer because having yeah. two Johns in the band gets confusing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Theo and uh, Jack found Hearts, showed it, and we actually as a group really enjoyed it and drew a lot of influence from him. I reckon mm. that was one of our heavier influences oh, at the start. Yeah, like real like sort of riff based funk music um we were and uh, i know for me like i was really getting into like people like john mayer around that time and um 
um, and some heavier stuff as well. I, I was never into like really heavy music. And then I reckon around that age, I started getting into like, like metal and stuff, which yeah. is weird. Not, nothing, <laughs> nothing like us, but you know, it sort of um, broadened my horizons quite a lot as and well, I think. It definitely brought in some more of that, like, as you're saying, like the edgier sounds that we have in the band was, mm. I listened to a lot of heavier style music. I went like Soundwave, Unify, uh, were all right up my alley. So that music, I think I brought it in and um, I guess expanded mm. with Theo and Jack's um, horizons on that uh, on that no, side definitely. anyway and brought it in and just kind of picked and prodded at different things and yeah, just try and found, find our own sounds. Yeah. Muse as well. Muse was a big one. Oh, yeah, as well. definitely. <laughs> yeah, that's why I try and, try and scream like really yeah. high. <laughs> Not as well, but yeah. <laughs> Well, um, when you guys first formed, you were actually called Tempest. And um, now, obviously, you're the Colbys. Um, what was the reasoning behind the name change? Do you want me to explain this one? or uh, Yeah, go over yeah. it just briefly. So we, we got a message one day from a, um, a guy who was a sound engineer, and he his company was called Tempest Audio, um, and he trademarked that name. I think he had like 74 likes on Facebook or something. We were oh, we had like a thousand. I'd never heard of it. So yeah. And, um, so he was doing yeah, we had like, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. He was pull, he was pulling big crowds. Yeah, and all that. So. Oh yeah, definitely. And, and then he he said, like, you, you gotta get rid of your name, otherwise I'm gonna sue you. Ooh. Because Tempest, it's yeah. it's Tempest was actually like a Latin word for tempo or time. Time. Yeah. Um, and because it's not like an English word, as that as a name, he just yeah. Trademark everything in Australia. Um, it was just like, you can't use it. Change yeah. it now. And we're like... Which, you know, we were a band and he was a sound engineer. It was like complete... It's not like he was another band. Like, yeah. it was just... It was It was pretty... It was a pretty shitty time. And it was... Um, we had to get rid of all our merch. We couldn't sell any of our merch anymore. Um, we had to take down our songs. Um, and we had to change our name. Yeah. And, um, and that was around the time we both went to Europe on holiday. So it kind of worked so, out all right for us. So, yeah. I was away for three months. You were away for about two months mm. going to Europe. And we had a bunch of shows lined up already under Tempest. And mm. about two weeks before we left for Europe, he messaged us with like almost legal action being like, you need to change your name. Like mm. we have these shows booked. We're going away. Everything will get refreshed. So mm. kind of Europe was that moment where we're like, all right, Tempest is dead. Yeah. Let's begin a new. Begin a new one. Mm. And it's, it's, it's funny, yeah, because like, the the Colby's music is completely different to Tempest, I think, and I think it's we've we grew a lot in that time, so it's, it was almost like a step up. Yeah, a little bit of Colby's. a ref, little bit of a re, uh, like restart, refresh. Yeah. without doing any lineup changes, we're playing the same songs at the same time as mm. uh, at the start anyway. Yeah, I I remember there was one gig where like one of our first gigs as Colby's. We just decided to completely troll it, and we we all wore our old Tempest merch on stage because <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't do any we couldn't do anything with it. So yeah, I think so we yeah. all tore the sleeve. It was a really hot night yeah, out in yeah. Dolgrave, so we just tore the sleeves off of the, <laughs> the t-shirts. Just had these like yeah old merch and just yeah just kind of turned ourselves mm. into a meme that night. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, a bit of a meme. It was good though. I'm sure the dude was outside with his like legion of 75 followers, like yeah. you know, torches <laughs> and pitchforks. With, like. with, his, with his lawyers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, what a fucking. Ugh. Yeah, ridiculous. mate. It was fucking, it was garbage. It was a garbage time, but you know, you grow yeah. and you learn. You move on. And um, it's just a funny story now, really. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it is. Well, um, you mentioned um, the first 
EP you guys made, Chocolate and Flowers. Um, it was if mm. your first extended release as a band. Um, tell us about the the writing and the recording of it. Okay. Um, I I wrote uh, the lyrics to all of them, obviously, and I uh, listen to some of them now and I go, oh, geez, you're, you're an emotional man back then. Um, <laughs> um, and we went into uh, Soggy Dog Studios. Um, which was like our first sort of recording experience together. Together, yeah. um, uh, it was it was fun back then. I, I, I enjoyed it, and um, we had a big grand piano for the song "Chocolates and Flowers" as well. And it was uh, a, it was a good experience. As like, I think it was a good learning curve for the four of us to go in there and sit in there for was it three days? Were in there? I think so. Yeah, um, like and have that time with the producer and actually expand on the songs looking back on the songs now they weren't great yeah um but i think it was a stepping stone for us to move on yeah you gotta start somewhere don't you so it's like and you gotta you gotta have somewhere to improve from and that that was definitely a good starting point and um yeah the songs were (laughs) there's quite a like lyrically i think back now like break of dawn i think i was just trying to write like a party song um and living it up was like a I don't even know. <laughs> I can't remember. I, was, I don't know what the fuck I was on about with that song, but it was something, something to do with wanting a better life or some shit. I, yeah, I can't even, remember. If you ask me now what the tracks were, I can't remember if it was four or five. I can't yeah. remember. I wouldn't was have it, been able to. Like, I think it was only four. Was it four? Yeah. Well, I think so. But I don't still remember. got the CD in my car, actually. Um, <laughs> it, it might still be in the changer, actually, because I... <laughs> Yeah. I think I yeah. found one. I found a copy of that a couple of months ago when I was cleaning out. Was we like, should oh. listen to it. We should listen back to it. I reckon I cringe. Sorry. No, you know what I did? I found um I found a copy of Chocolates and Flowers, one of the original printings of it, and I also found one of um Mikey's old recordings as well. Oh, really? <laughs> back back like was probably that... like over ten years ago oh, now. Yeah. <laughs> was that when the acoustic stuff you were doing? Um, no, yeah. this was like out. This was like oh. stuff. Oh, like, really? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, that was, that. Uh, that was. Hey, if you want to cringe at something, cringe at that. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sure all your listeners would like to hear back. But no, there was um, there was a bit of a blast from the past pulling that out. Yeah, <laughs> a good thing about music, you can sort of see where you were back then. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, um, I've been to a lot of Colby shows and uh, and Tempest shows as well, but I think a consistent thing I've noticed when you guys play is there's a big emphasis on like crowd participation and making sure everybody's had fun. And um, I'm just I've always wondered is that something that like you just started doing live? Is it like an off the cuff thing, or was it like were you guys planning your your performances that way? Like how did that all come together? I think I don't think it was ever really planned. Like I think where we all like having a good time together, like because we're all like like pretty much best mates, like we we all really get along, and yeah, like around then especially we'll go and we'll have a nights out together and stuff and having a good time, and we're like we wanted to bring that to our show and like bring the fun that we have together to everyone in the audience, and I, I think that was that wasn't like a a thing of you know let's plan doing this uh, there's a few things we planned yeah but it didn't but, start like that we, yeah. i think the the vibe like people were singing along to like the the, the um, bass guitar lines guitar riffs with it and we're like oh we could actually build on this we're getting mm. our participation now we want that party feel want everyone to be up and about enjoying themselves and then we started to write a couple of songs with um some sing- like some callbacks and mm. just kind of i think it just naturally progressed um and now some of our newer songs have that uh like anthem anthemic like yeah heavy like uh 
or what should I say, like crowd participation in the choruses and stuff. Which yeah. I think it's just grown mm-hmm. naturally. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I know for, for those who haven't seen the Colbys before, you've got the uh, make the crowd sing back the guitar lick. So I think yeah. you get John to, to improvise a little lick and someone has to sing it back. And I think it's a really interesting way of, of making sure like everybody's moving, everybody's engaged. And it really like, it's not just something where you see a lot of bands get up play your half an hour, walk off, you know, everyone mm-hmm. forgets about it five minutes later. Like it always feels like yeah. a Colby show is a party and everybody's yeah. invited. Everybody's, you know, welcome to have yeah. a good time yeah. and join in. So. Yeah. Oh, that, that's, yeah. I think that's, I guess it's something we, we sort of pride ourselves on. And it's funny with the, with the um, call and response thing with Theo that we, we did that uh, with a song called rain and, um, and we did that, every show every single show we go into the audience and then the regulars that would used to come to every single one of our shows they would end up like running away when that point of the song <laughs> they, knew, they knew it was coming they're like all right this song started if i stand here i think this is a good time to go get it yeah, yeah like, i end up going down like into the audience and it, it'd be like i stank because everyone would just fuck <laughs> off all around me like they'd, they'd all so yeah. that i think we stopped doing it after that because yes. we we're like we want people to stay there you know like so i just think i just started doing it with theo but... and, and you know what it's like everyone in the crowd they're there to enjoy themselves yell at the top of their lungs but they don't want to be front and center yeah. So they can do that in a safe environment now with us not like yeah. sing, sing, yeah. Oh god, that was yeah, they're fun though. Fun times. Yeah. Yeah. Wicked. Well, um, let's fast forward to 2019. So Good for Nothing was a single you guys released. And I remember listening to that and thinking, wow, like you guys have really evolved. There's there's lots of new sounds being incorporated. Uh, especially the brass, like the gang vocals. It was like this ultimate sort of party song and I could just see it going off live and lo and behold, at the single launch, it did. And you had brass, uh, guest brass members jump on stage and play. Um, tell us, a, tell me about when you were making that song, was that, was that a conscious decision to think, let's try and add some new sort of flavours in? And Yeah, I, I think... We wanted to write something uh, sort of almost almost rage against the machine-ish, but in a party vibe sort of way, I guess. Without I moving know. too far away from our own sound. Yeah. But yeah, go that little bit heavier, a little bit, little bit grittier and try mm. something a bit different. And um, I think the brass section was sitting there and we're doing that the, the riff. And I was just like, I just turned to the boys and go, you know what sound good? Just some brass in that. And they, it just from there, it was just like, yes, let's do it. Let's, yeah. And we just kept building on it and building on it and um, getting it in the song, recording it. And then, as you said, the single launch, getting uh, three um, brass players up on stage with this, which mm. was a complete surprise. We didn't we didn't tell people we're doing that. Just pulled them up off onto the stage and just oh, played it. And so it was fun. It was honestly fun. the best gig oh, that we've, yeah. ever, like, we've ever played. I don't think I've ever played a gig that fun. That was so much fun, that fucking gig. Holy shit. <laughs> it's a lot of beer drank. Um, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. And, oh, and that, God, yeah. I think that was paving the way for big 2020 as well. Yeah. Um, so, like, that was massive. Like, we had people, where was, that was a last chance rock yeah. and roll bar. Yeah. And we had that whole band section filled to the brim. Like, no one could move. Hmm. it was spilling out into the uh the bar section it was just a lot of fun and like yeah 2020 is going to be a year like let's plan shows up in sydney we, hmm. we got we had all this 
all this uh, traction going from it. And then, as you know, it just it's kind just of fell to shit. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a, trying it's to a, get that back up. It's a shame. It's a, I guess it's a, a good segue into my next question. But um, yeah, you were riding high off the single. I'm sure you had a lot of stuff planned. Um, it, I think it was a hard time because even though like we look back on it and it's this this big watershed moment where music just stops, but there was also that uncertainty of, is it going to come back like at all? Like how long are we mm. going to be in this? But how did you guys cope with like sort of the, the frustration and the uncertainty of having to put things on hold and not know when it was going to come back? Drank. No. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> I think we just, we're doing band practice like once a week. So initially we go, all right, we don't know how long. I think it was a couple of weeks they announced the lockdowns. So, all right, you know what? Let's get in. Let's start looking um, for other gigs, uh, what we can start doing um, on the business side of it. So we sat down, we're writing lists of stuff. First couple of weeks are all right. And then we'd have a week off and then we come back again. And then that just kind of got longer and longer. Mm-hmm. And we go, and we just, um, Every now and then we'd be like, guys, we need to get back into this. So mm. we'd get on and we decided to um, just do some, uh, what, would, what do we call them? Just ISO sessions on yeah. YouTube and stuff. Just yeah. just to keep some some sort of momentum and some sort of, like, I didn't play bass in like there for like probably a month or two because just sat there and I just wasn't motivated as mm. a lot of people probably weren't back then. Um, mm. uh, uh, yeah, we did the isolation sessions, which, which was actually really good content. I think we did Bad Guy and um, somebody I used to know. Did we end up doing Telephone as well? Or do we record uh, no, it? No, we recorded it and I don't think I put that one together. So <laughs> you just remind me of that. Anyway, well, maybe we should do it. Nah. Um, yeah, we were planning to do a, a, another isolation session or something as well, like do a live stream and stuff. But it, that was a really hard time for the music industry. Like it, it's, I, I was personally doing live streams every week just to keep my chops up. And um, cause I wouldn't have played at all if I didn't. And um, it was, it's, it's still, it, there was something about it. Cause you're not playing to an audience. You're, you're playing people online. There was just something like sort of demoralizing a bit about it. And I was like, yeah. it, it you're was putting, pretty, you feel like you're putting in all this energy. Yeah. And there's nothing, there's there. nothing. You don't you're know not returning. Yeah. No one watching or if there's a hundred people watching, mm-hmm. it's a little number in the corner that. Yeah, exactly. You don't know. Yeah. And you, you're putting all like your heart and soul into it. And yeah. you're just not getting that. I said, oh yeah, there were parts of it that were good though. And like just keeping your chops up and learning new things and people still being in contact with people was nice, but um, yeah, it was, it was a hard time for us. And then 2021 came along and again, in and out of, <laughs> I, we thought that'd be over by 2021, but it just kept going and going and going. And we're finally just getting around. We've, we've recorded a couple of songs. We're finally getting around to just getting back into it. We had a few gigs as well. And, yeah, just trying to trying to get back up from where we were two and a half years ago. You know, like it's it's pretty insane. We're back to the lockdown. So I think it was July 2020 or 2021? 2020. Mm-hmm. And um, there was actually a group of people putting on, like yeah. they had a setup in Furniture yeah. Gully. Um, and every Wednesday they're getting a band in and doing uh, live streams, full band live streams on YouTube. And this was when... You couldn't visit people at houses, but they could have for business and essential stuff. You could have mm. it in there. So they, we had cops actually rock up while we were there, and they're like, as long as you're wearing masks and stuff, it was all it was all legal. Mm. Um, but that was really nice little um, reprieve that I we had. That. Like, yeah, that was fun. Um, isolation. They were called the isolation sessions. That's oh, what theirs were. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Um, so you can check that out on YouTube if you like. They, they have a bunch of cool bands, like in, including us. <laughs> uh, yeah, fuck, I forgot about that. That was, yeah, that was something good. Yeah, well, I, I think it was in September of 2020. So we're, we're sort of, the pandemic has started. I think at that point we were out of lockdown, but you released the skin mm. EP. Um, how, how was it? Because that EP, listening back to it before, you can tell uh, from Chocolate and Flowers to even Good for Nothing that the skinny P feels like a really like cohesive and a bit more of like a confident and experimental sound. And just listening to your lyrics, Jack, like it's, you, you said you were angry on Chocolate and Flowers. I remember you sound <laughs> angrier. <laughs> uh, so, sorry, I, I need to cut in here. Sorry. So it says on Spotify that that was released in 2020 because I think DistroKid re-uploaded it um at on in 2020 so that was actually released in 2018 the skinny ep oh so okay before. yeah yeah sorry i, I know that, that that that's 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 not your fault spotify yeah sorry about that that was distro kid yeah. distro kid anyway classic spotify. Um, but yeah i was yeah i was pretty angry uh <laughs> I, oh man yeah again it's a, it's a nice little marker of, of where you are at a certain point in life when you listen back to those songs and i still sing those songs live as well and um, I, it, there was a point in time where I, I used to sing him and I used to go, fuck, like, I to, God, I was an angry dude. Uh, I used to be a little bit embarrassed about it. But nowadays it's just like a nice little, um, I don't know, like a marker in time. And yeah. you sort of try and bring back those feelings. But, you know, it's, um, yeah, lyric, lyrically, I, 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 there's some lyrics in those songs that I really like as well. I think that was when I, personally, I was really starting to sort of hone in on what actually being a good lyricist is and mm. not just writing something down and saying, yeah, I'm okay with that. Fuck it. Let's just keep going. You're really thinking about what you're fucking writing. You yeah. Know? Well, I remember distinctively, like, so we wrote, you want to know why we're still Tempest. That was the last song we wrote as Tempest, but mm. we didn't release it until we were the Colby's. Mm. And when Jack came in with those lyrics, I was like, you like, you've just got something here. You've just taken that next step. Like you've mm. always had, you've always had the gift. You've always had it going. And then comes in with that. And that was just the first sign, like going into the Colby's, having this song that was just something else. Like it mm. wasn't a love song, wasn't a breakup song. Mm. And it was just. <laughs> Classic <laughs> <It> was, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say that. <laughs> um, but you're just coming in with something like that. Like even as a, as a whole band, we just felt that. Yeah, we clicked. Uh, that was, we really started to click then. Um, yeah, our music is just as a whole was just fucking coming together so tightly. It was, oh, it was a really fun time. Actually. Yeah. It was exciting. Yeah, it, it was it's a really good release. I, I think like it sounded as well like you guys would just fill with inspiration and mm. um just felt like it like Trent said, you guys were ready to take that next step. And it's um yeah, you can tell it's a great release. And um I think it was probably a moment where I thought, oh, like this could be like you know, the start of something big, and then obviously, you know. Yeah. nothing comes out no. and, and it's like it's it's really great and then covid happens and mm. it all kind of gets put on hold but um you mentioned that you did like those isolation sessions um that would obviously be very new to to a band who really you know thrives in like the live live environment but did it change the way you prepared at all when you were trying to to get the set ready um with the uh with the isolate well i mean we couldn't rehearse could we I think we had a couple of weeks. So I think it was the June that everything opened up and it was July we got into it. So we had a couple of weeks to prepare, but 
yeah, usually when we perform, we play, we do bounce off the crowd mm. and getting up there, the four of us. And we and had to keep spaced out as well. We couldn't yeah, be near each other. Had to, it was all socially distanced and yeah. all like the soundies and the people doing the, the video and everything were in a completely different room to us. So it was the four mm. of us in there spread out. So we couldn't get up in each other's faces like we usually do. Mm. um mm. and yeah there was as you said there was no crowd to bounce off and mm. it just felt it, was it felt weird, weird but yeah. it's still i think once we got that like frame of mind all four of us just snapped like we went back on stage it didn't feel like we we're performing to no one it felt like the cameras because there was multiple cameras there mm. they felt like it was the crowd and i think we all just drew energy off that which is yeah it's different the but... camera guy was kind of cool he, he, he was sort of really getting into it i could oh, tell yeah. which is fun like when, when someone when there's one person in the room they get into it <laughs> that's all, and that's all you can fucking feed off you just feed off it that's that it, it was um yeah I, that was it was pretty cool like it, it was just nice to play again i think yeah. like for a crowd even though it was fucking virtual like yeah. it was still nice to do that mm. um yeah because by that time it, we i think we'd really missed it yeah we were, we we're thirsting for it oh fucking <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, I guess moving on um, to more of the present, um, you guys have a new song called Shadows coming out soon. Yeah. Um, tell me a bit about the song. I- I'm-, I'm curious to know if we're going to have like more curveballs, like a- is it going to be something different or? So that this song, we-, we actually wrote it, we've played it live for a little while, but the recording of the song is very different. So we mm. actually got in the, um, we went to, Marshall Street Studios this time. So we changed producer, we changed um, studio and we're like, we want to give something a go. We want to try and take that next step. You hear bands when they like um, bands that swapping producers at every release. And we're like, we've stayed with the same one for skin and um, good for nothing. Good for nothing. So I thought, let's try something fresh. We didn't, we didn't have any issues with our, um, the producer that we had um adrian hannon he was a great producer as you said the songs came out amazing but we just wanted to try something a bit different so we got onto um Stu watts at marshall street and um i think him being a bit younger he we really vibed with him and the songs we came in with him we re- actually did because we couldn't actually catch up he can come into rehearsal because mm. this was again through lockdowns um we had to record our parts at our own house and then put it together um, so all our rendezvous were virtual, um, mm-hmm. but then we got in the studio and it just, you could just tell that he, he wanted it. He loved it. He, oh, man, he just, he's fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah. You know, Stu, don't you? Yeah. So Mike yeah. is the one actually. Yeah. yeah you got a song to him. Yeah. yeah. To he's, yeah. um, oh, he's grouse, man. And I've done a fair bit of work with him now as well. And, um, like he just pushes you and he's so passionate. Like he. I think we we went through like what fucking five amps. We we're just testing out yeah. amps all day. I think, yeah, there, I think there was a find... morning we spent like two or three hours. Like, all right, what amp are we happy with? All right, what about this one? All right, which position do we want? And we were yeah. going around positions on different amps and testing it was the tones and shit. It was so different because like, all the other recordings were all through Kempers and mm. um, or our own amps, which um, or like when we did chocolates and flowers we mm. the gear that we had then and have now is nowhere near the same. So yeah. we went through the Kempers and. Um, and yeah, then going through all the amps that they had there and just trying different mm. stuff and just experimenting and then adding harmonies yeah. 
Um, Fo- vocally, he he runs he runs you like you you're running a fucking marathon. <laughs> like, holy shit, bro! I, I I've gone out of vocal sessions with that dude and just gone fuck me. That was so hard. <laughs> but it's go. good. That's what you want. That's what you want to produce. You want someone to push push you to that limit. Yeah. Of like I, yeah, I remember like I was writing. I was doing a bass run and he just grilled me and grilled me. And it was, he's like, the bass runs good, but we can do better. And he just mm. kept changing. I think we spent like, I, I, it doesn't seem like long, but when you're doing the same run, like 15, mm. 20 minutes on the same thing, trying to just get it to perfection. But he's mm. like, not quite there. I can hear it. And then if he doesn't like something about like, nah, my bad, go back to what yeah. it was. Um, I think there's yeah. like some harmonies that you're adding. He's like, oh, I want you to go up more. I want you to go up more. He goes, no, no, that was awful. Come back yeah. down. All right, let's start again. Let's do it. And just the way he, he just how the like passion in it was yeah. just felt. It was, it gives awesome. you, it gives you so much energy when you've got a producer like that. Um, I hope he listens back to this. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. If you're listening, Stuart, yeah. you're a hard ass. Love you. Stu yeah, Watts, love Taskmaster. You Watts, <laughs> love you, Stu Burger. <laughs> oh, that's big, really big good. Boy. It sounds like, um, you guys really enjoyed the more hands-on approach to what you were used to in the past. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And um, yeah, we're, we're excited for this mu- new music to come out like shadows. Um, we did two tracks with him, but we're, yeah, shadows is just a single release yeah. and someone else later on in the year. Possibly. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. And um, yeah, like lyrically um, I wrote it about uh, being, uh, I had this idea of um, after a breakup of, of, almost being haunted by their memory mm-hmm. um so that's that's there's a little taste of what it's like lyrically. i won't oh. give away too much but the thing with it as well like usually we've got this very riff driven like the bass is very riff driven the guitars are very riff driven it does have that feel to it but there's just something like it's a very chuggy song which is mm. different for us and we wanted mm. to go into it with keeping our sounds but just adding something different which is the mm. the chug so yeah yeah like, feels it's a fucking cool oh, song I'm, yeah, yeah i'm so keen to get it released yeah <laughs> same yeah well uh when when does it come out oh, we're just talking about this for uh 18th of march 18th of march yeah 18th wow. of march friday That's friday the 18th yeah yeah yeah, yeah. a couple so. Of weeks so um keep your ears peeled yeah eyes peeled i don't know <laughs> <laughs> um did you guys do a video for it at all or no nah, we haven't no nah, it nah. just it kind of over Christmas and everything, every, like it just got chaotic. We did want to release it earlier, but um, I guess coming off of all the motivation over the last two years, it was a bit slow. So mm. we got the artwork done. Um, we'll get some promotional stuff coming out after this podcast yeah. um, gets released. Uh, but there might be possibly be a video for the next song, but for this one, we're just going to keep it. Yeah. Just get, some, get some fucking music out there, man. <laughs> yeah. Get, get it the, the fuck horse. out! <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, so you've got the the two songs coming out this year. Um, obviously, there'll be a lot of shows in support of it. Um, are you guys gotten getting got any plans to go interstate at all? Yeah, we we want to. Um, I've I think I've got a few contacts in Byron as well. So we want to. Yeah, we want to just do a little tour, do some weekend tours, go up to Sydney, Byron, Brisbane. Gold Coast, uh, Gold yeah. Coast, uh, Cooley. Yeah. Um. So do do some shows around there, and um. So we might do a couple of weekends. Go up on a Thursday. Do like a Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah. In, um. In different places, and there's a few things in the works. Like I just got back from my honeymoon, and one of the people we met up in Byron was um 
was great contact, just went, these are some good venues and just gave us a list of things that mm. were just like so helpful. And some of the people you meet in the music industry are amazing. And oh, like no. she didn't have to do it. And she just sent me a list of bands that would suit us and do this and that. Yeah, we the, didn't have The message was massive. She yeah. sent a huge message. Like, and she didn't have to do that. Yeah. Like, you know, it's just out of the kindness of her heart. Yeah. Because obviously she, she loves music and loves that. Music, yeah. Um, and yeah, she's like, she listened to the songs, goes, this band, these bands will suit you this is some venues that will suit you and just gave us a list. Cause we don't, we, none of us, you've done your, your solo tour stuff, but mm. as a band, we haven't really toured interstate. So mm. we don't really have that uh, experience, but um, we would oh, go and be fun. Yeah. It's definitely I would, on the, I would piss Theo off so much. Yeah. I think it's going to be a good time, but yes, definitely interstate gigs. Later in the year, mid year mm. onwards, we'll probably try and do multiple shows in multiple states mm. around this one country. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah, that's def- definitely on the list of things to do this year, include and to release new music as well. So awesome. Well, um, I don't want to get too far ahead, but do you guys have plans to do an album next or another EP, or what, what's the what's the plan there? I think we're just going to keep smashing out singles, punching out singles. I um, in the 2022, I forgot what year it is again. Yeah. Um, in 2022, it seems like the most logical um, answer to to like keeping that traction is just releasing single after single. Once you get a collection, maybe mm-hmm. releasing it as a collective piece. But I think just releasing singles is is the way to go. Yeah, for now, I think just to get that traction back up and just get the ball rolling again after COVID, I think that's just the best way to go. Um, just keeping because with singles, you're just consistently keeping your name out there. You know, you release a single um, and a bunch of promo goes into it, and then you do it again. All the, like it's just but more promo, promo, promo. So sort of like uh, as much as I really want to do an album one day, I think yeah, to get the yeah get the the wheel rolling, the the, the ball rolling, ball rolling, and that's it. Oh, um, really good. The wheel wheels turning, today. the ball rolling. Um, yeah, yeah, I think, yeah turning. Yeah, um, I think that yeah, Jack's just hit it on the head there. Like just releasing that, getting our name out because the biggest thing is trying to keep your name in the loop. Mm. Um, people do have an attention span with you, your social media and everything. If you're not releasing something every couple of months or you're not active on social every other day you kind of fade in a distance very quick because everyone's getting slammed with um, content. So yeah. I think our plan is to just keep releasing stuff, even if it is just videos or snippets, like even uh, ISO sessions again, if we decide to do some like live streams and stuff, um, anything along those lines, like just keeping content coming. And mm. uh, then maybe if it does get to a point, we can um, afford to stop for, six months and sit down and just write an album then hmm. that might be on the cards but That'd be fun That'd that would be, be amazing yeah it is a that's dream. a goal i've released yeah. a, i've released a lot of eps over my musical career <laughs> yeah. i've never never released an album so that'll and definitely will be fun one for the bucket so list fun. yeah yeah it's on the bucket list we'll get there and then okay. i can retire and you guys can get a younger bass player <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> let's write that album now <laughs> awesome guys well um just a couple of speed round questions before i let you go um you guys get invited to do a like a version what are you playing 
I know what my answer would be. Go, right, go. Uh, Supremacy by Muse, and, and bring it, bring in a full Good string choice. section and full like horn section, and Fuck just yes. make it huge. Yeah, nice. yeah. I I was I was thinking more like getting a um very like a heavier song like a In Hearts Wake Parkway Drive song and making it very like punk rocky funky sort of stuff. Just going yeah. something nice. completely left of field. Yeah, that there yeah, that'd be cool actually. Like yeah, it'd be a big debate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you you'd get a lot of people like you get a lot of hate. You get a lot of love, yeah. but I think something like that would be. Oh yeah, we, we'd be. I reckon we'd be debating with each other for fucking ages trying yeah. to figure out what song we want to do for sure. Sweet. <laughs> uh, well, cross that bridge when we come to it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next question you guys are doing a shop in Queensland or bar and who's driving uh, probably me let's be honest yeah probably you I want to drink oh then again I don't drink before shows so yeah so I, I drink, drink during uh, I drink during the show and then I just consistently drink and don't get drunk yeah. and I'm sober enough to drive and the three of you just yeah get exactly wasted. I get wasted after the show so yeah you drive <laughs> yeah sweet um all right you guys can play a show with any band you want who do you pick with yeah, that's uh, any band. Any band doesn't need to be genre defining, does it? it can be anyone. Any band right? or could be Metallica. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I reckon like going on tour with like Motley Crue in their prime would have been like ideal. Mm. It would just would have been. Oh, that would fucking hell! We'd be dead. Yeah. Um, but even just doing a show like someone like Hearts or something would be awesome. Yeah, Hearts would be cool. Um. Oh, like again, I say this a lot, but Muse would be pretty cool because they've probably got the best live show. Yeah. Or um, I guess I'd like to like playing a stadium would be fucking amazing. So I'm just thinking of like really big artists. Ed Sheeran, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> <Ed> Sheeran. <laughs> All right, done. <laughs> the biggest stadium ever. They can fucking find Lady Gaga. I'll fucking support Lady Gaga if if she's got a audience of a hundred thousand people. I'll do it. <laughs> We music, good, guys. <laughs> all right well uh might wrap it up there but um thanks for joining us um so everybody can check out shadows coming out march 18th was that the date march yeah. 18th yeah yep. friday march 18th. on anywhere you can find your music yeah including yeah. deezer oh deezer that's good yeah i know i've never even heard of deezer until like a few years ago and i still don't know anyone that uses it but yeah. it's on there so yeah get it <laughs> uh sounds good and uh all the other all the other uh, Colby's music is available on Spotify as well so make sure you check that yeah. out and uh, yeah. you guys will announce a single launch show soon I presume oh, 100% yeah. yeah be doing that trying to organize that yeah. after this uh, podcast finishes and yeah. try and get that on on the uh, on the cards yeah somewhere around Melbourne we'll be we'll be playing and so keep, keep it keep an eye on our socials well, I think we're the Colby's music on all things sociable yeah keep yeah yeah keep your eyes on on that Lovely. Well, uh, thanks for joining us, guys, and uh, best of luck, and we'll uh, see you at a gig soon. Amazing. Thanks, Thanks, man. Love you, Mikey. Thanks, Dave.